God didn't create us to hate us, or wait for us to fail. Beneath us are the everlasting, never-failing, always faithful arms of God. When we, when got we fall, call there is where we'll land. Said your girls Thanks have been in a car accident at the railroad crossing. I naturally had one thing in mind. After the relief, though, of seeing them alive, I did what any father whose daughters had just wrecked the family car would do. I hugged them. I needed the relief, and they needed the comfort far more than the third degree. Sometimes a little comfort and encouragement in the face of a problem does far more than being confrontational. People certainly need direction to help avoid life problems, but inspiration and love are the only way to provide the strength to actually overcome life problems. You're listening to Life Journeys with Terry Hardica. People are just getting worn down. This episode with Terry Hardica is about finding strength when we don't feel we deserve it. Life Journeys is all about encouragement, especially during these days of great national pressure. God is all about helping people in a way that shows the world that he really is here with us. Our family totaled six cars in a period of about five years. The accident, the railroad crossing, and the one involving my wife being hit from behind on the highway were both the result of black ice. One of our girls totaled two more cars, blowing a stop sign, and then later sliding off a gravel road early one morning. I totaled a car when it caught fire, parked in front of City Hall, and another when I hit a deer. We became close friends with our insurance adjuster. There are seasons in life when it seems like our soul is saying, God, you're going to have to come down here and give me a hug. Let me set the scene. Moses was about to die, and before he left, he wrote a song to Israel about their impending failure and difficulty. Before he gave them the song, he said, You will one day face enemy nations, but be strong and of good courage. Fear not, nor be afraid of them, for the Lord your God, He it is that goes with you. He will not fail you, nor forsake you. Let me just pause and say, today, we see protesters becoming very plain in their intentions. Down with America, they're beginning to cry out. They don't want to talk. They don't want any promises. They want to overthrow our government. But 2020 is God's year. As we get worn down by isolation, confusion, and lack of confidence in government and the media, we need to hear God's word to Israel through Moses when he says, the eternal God is your refuge, and underneath are the everlasting arms, and he shall thrust out the enemy from before you. When God told Moses that Israel would turn from God after he died, he also blessed them with these words of comfort. My everlasting arms will hold you still. Let's note this. These were God's chosen people. He made a promise to them that he would never break. He would always be there for them when they turned back to him, no matter what. He knew that they would rebel against him. After the great price was paid in Egypt for their deliverance, they would tempt him, criticize his leadership, and constantly despise his word. But they were chosen. You see, that's how life on earth is intended to work, by grace and mercy, no matter what. Let's see how that works. 
Last night I watched an episode of Blue Bloods where Danny wrapped his frightened child in his arms. As I watched, I thought about how nice it would be to get a hug from my dad in my hard times. I told my wife that, and she said her dad wasn't a hugger when she was young, but when he was old, he often did, and it meant so much to her. It seems today that though we are all rebellious at times like Israel, God knows we still need a hug. We need to know that after the dust of our failures has settled, God is still completely and faithfully loving us. After Moses recites his song foretelling of the coming rebellion of his people, he blesses them. He leaves them with hope. He tells them, The eternal God is your refuge, and underneath are the everlasting arms. And he shall thrust out the enemy from before you, and shall say, Destroy them. That's the closest thing to a hug that I can see in Scripture, but it's a pretty good hug. Remember, God is so big, and so powerful and wise and limitless that He can give you all of Himself as if you were the only person that ever existed. He not only can, but He does give us all of the attention that we need and so much more that we'll never even know of. There have been many times that I've come up to my wife in the kitchen and said, You look like I need a hug. When I hugged her, the tears began to fall. She was stressed because of some kind of pressure that I didn't even know about. But she just needed some comfort. Perhaps it was just God prompting me because he knew she needed comfort. Sometimes we can get so wrapped up in the stress of the day, and it's shocking when something as unexpected as a touch of kindness and comfort interrupts us with God's love. Then there was one memory that I have that I've never been able to shake. It was all well over 60 years ago. As a small boy, I was standing in the dim early morning light in our dining room. Dad was ready to leave for work in the mines, and he turned in the doorway, knelt down, and stretched out his arms, bidding me to come and give him a hug. I didn't, and I don't know why. Then he just stood, and he was gone. I had an opportunity to feel his arms around me, but I refused it. That memory has never left. Perhaps people refusing God's arms is why so many today feel unsettled, frustrated with life, and even angry inside. We have a lot of angry people who want to destroy our nation. We watch the news, see the violence, and we look at each other and wonder why our nation has gotten so crazy. Well, God's about to do something about it. It's His nature, you see. He's about to bend down and stretch out His arms. He's about to come and put our enemies to flight. I don't mean Antifa, BLM, or political enemies either. I mean the darkness that has come because we've turned too far away from God. We've wrecked the car, but it's us he loves, not the vehicle we've been driving. Neither is he going to restore us because we are important to the world as a nation. That would say he's not going to restore other nations who have fallen because they're not that important. Underneath us are the everlasting arms of God. They will always be there. No matter how deep the failure or the trial or the roar of the enemy, God's love is deeper.
God didn't create us to hate us, or wait for us to fail. Beneath us are the everlasting, always faithful arms of God. When we fall, that is where we'll land. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to visit lifejourneys.us and share with someone. Have a great day.